You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. And we are back with NPR Radio again with another episode of the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Welcome to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. We are your host, Cinnamon and Sugar. Yeah. Merry Christmas can... to everybody. Merry. Or happy holidays, depending on what uh, holiday you celebrate. Yeah, why you have to go there, bro? Well, because some people right. celebrate Hanukkah, and today means nothing to them. So. Right, 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 right. So, so, so we. I'm, I'm glad you started there, Gary. And I ain't want to start there, but we can start right there. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna give you a conversation that was had, Gary, that I, I found to be very interesting, and it had something to do with Christmas. Uh, guy walks into a bar. And uh, he goes, Merry Christmas. Uh, as he's going around saying Merry Christmas to everybody, Gary, he offends a person that does not celebrate Christmas. Is it his fault that he didn't know that he would offend somebody by saying Merry Christmas to them? No. You, for one, you shouldn't be offended. You should just correct and say, hey, I don't celebrate Christmas, but thank you anyways. That's all you got to do. You don't have to get offended by it. I think that's think... such a simple aspect. Yeah, but that, that works That works for a lot of things in life. But I, I'm correct. just... <laughs> so So with that being said, um, because I've, I've, I've heard a few things that, um, that have bothered me a little bit about how our society, uh, how we take things, and that's that's one of those things, Gary, that uh, that we just mentioned. I, I don't want to go any farther. I'm gonna stop right there because it can get really, you can get canceled, Gary. I can get canceled, and we don't want to do that. What does canceled mean? Why, huh? should, why should you be canceled for speaking truths? Well, I well, <laughs> so I like I'm a firm believer, Gary, that the truth is Hurt. just as opinionated as the tr- the truth teller. So it's all opinionated, like what the truth is. Depends depends on what's backing the truth. If it's just your opinion, then yes. But if there's actual facts and proof behind it, then you can't dispute it. So this is what I mean by that. And this may go a little deep for me, but I'm I'm a, I'm gonna try to get get you what I'm saying. <sighs> Jeffrey Dahmer, or any other serial killer out there. I'll, okay, I'll, so I thought we uh we we had talked before and we were gonna keep things lighthearted over here. I, you're, and this you're guy absolute, uh, forgot, changing I it forgot, up. I on forgot. Me. I forgot. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's no, a Christmas no. podcast. We got these it questions. Is. Just for reference, we had a bunch of other questions we were going to ask. Yeah, but we, we with, were uh, death and some other bad this, things. This has nothing to do with that, though, Gary. No, this no, no. I just, want, to, I just yeah. want to clarify for everybody. But we're going to wait till next week to discuss those because mm-hmm. it is Christmas. Uh, it is a holiday. So we're not going to dive into those things that can make people sad or question things in general because we're going to dive into that next week so we're going to keep it more lighthearted. but so yeah go ahead so i i should i should or the 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 maker of candy canes let me let me let me let me go back so the maker of candy canes or the maker of nike um my whole point is is we the truth is is that nike is a billion dollar company but we want to know how did they become a billion dollar company so in that process of them figuring out how they can become a billion dollar company is what matters, not the fact. So I say, yeah, the truth is only in the, 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 of the storyteller because somebody could say they became a billion dollar company. The, the fact is, is they're a billion dollar company Gary. But now the, the question is, is, their rise to become that billion dollar company now is it in question like you know uh human trafficking and and uh uh you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. that that's what i'm saying like the truth is only in the 
the mouth of the storyteller. Well, back to your original question of do they have any right to be mad or is it his fault? It is not his fault if he says Merry Christmas. If they're at a place that is Christmas decorated, everything's Christmas, and you're out at a bar on Christmas Day and you see everybody and everybody's celebrating Christmas, you have the complete right to say Merry Christmas. If somebody doesn't like it, they can just say, hey, I don't celebrate, but thank you. Stuff like that. And that's the easy way to handle it. I know you said we can dive. Like there's other things that people could do the same thing with other things going on in the world, but they choose not to because they make a scene. I think that's all just for, I want to look at me, look at me. Cause that's our society we're in nowadays. But, um, yeah, that's basically, I don't think there's any issue with saying Merry Christmas. Only I said Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, because some people celebrate Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and all these other holidays. So, and I, hey. I like the fact that you're trying to, you're trying to be respectful, Gary. I, I don't, I, I just say Merry Christmas. It doesn't, I'm, I'm not, and I don't think you're wrong for doing way. that. Like, I, 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 I'm thinking that Merry Christmas encompasses like I don't so this is what <clears throat> this is what 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 I don't understand Gary all right so 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 check this out are we are we arguing over what it's called or are we arguing about like it happened on the same date this is what I mean by that but it's I'm saying Merry Christmas I'm Santa Claus uh, you know, some people celebrate Hanukkah. Like, are we celebrating the same thing, but just calling it something different? And we just arguing over the, the spelling or no, are we, they're celebrating different things. Like Hanukkah has eight days of gifts and it deals with a different part of Christian. Christmas is Christianity and yeah, but I'm Christ saying, but it happened Jew- around the same, but it's happening this around the, you don't think it's a coincidence that it happened all at the, same you see what i'm saying that's so all would, i'm saying like say, if it was if it was something that's not associated with like i guess we would have to go back and we would have to see how old christmas is see how old all the other um and we're not talking religion here we're just talking about like the celebration of uh because you said it was it's eight days um just to see like what the difference is because this like if it all happens around the same time gary like like hanukkah could have been in february you see what i'm saying yeah like that that it started around the same time christmas started and like this this date or these dates line up like crazy with it you see what i'm saying for it not to all to be the same event well, they all I think they deal with similar things in religion. That's the reason why. Oh, so the it's same associated time. with religion. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I see what you're saying. That's why. Um, Christmas is Jesus' birth. Suppose, mm-hmm. and then Hanukkah. I'm looking up Hanukkah. I don't. I don't know. Okay. It is the recovery of Jerusalem. What? That's basically what Hanukkah. So eight days and night starting on the 25th day, the Hebrew calendar. Um, yeah, uh, that, it just happens to occur at the same time during Christmas. Uh, so it's not like it's dealing with like, it says it is. Commemorating the recovery of Jerusalem and subsequent redaction of the Second Temple at the beginning of the Maccabean Revolt is why, and it just happens in end of November to December time in that range, depending on the calendar. So, like they've had it the 18th to 28 or 26th, the 7th to the 15th, the 25th to January 2nd. 
uh, next year is the or next year is the 25th of December to January 2nd. So it falls on different dates in uh, November, oh. December, January every year. So you'd have to know the Hanukkah calendar, the, to the know Hebrew to, calendar, to, to wish the, yes. to wish somebody a <clears throat> a happy Hanukkah around Christmas time. Correct. So it's I don't think it's like a knock. That's why I think it's more of just you have to ask. Like you don't have to ask if they don't if they don't celebrate, you just say, Hey, I don't celebrate, or you can just say thank you and just don't even acknowledge it. It yeah. doesn't matter, it's not gonna affect your day. And I think that's the problem with all the too many things that people allow to affect their days. Yeah. Um, we we're going we're going everything Christmas today, Gary. I, I feel like, you know You didn't even uh, comment on going, my amazing sweater. It you you didn't comment on my amazing sweater. No, like yours my, isn't Christmassy. My, my sweater is doing work tonight. Yeah. That's what my. I'm not worried about your sweater though. It's doing sweater. It's doing it's doing work tonight. Let's just my, touch on that briefly. Mine is doing work as well at your household. That's it. The Gremlins. Yeah. It's not a Christmas movie, Gary. I hate you. We're not going to talk about it's this. It's not again. a Christmas movie. I, here's here's a here's just just before we get on our awesome shirts and how they do work, uh, and it being Christmas again. Merry Christmas to everybody out there, Gary. I. I'd love for you to comment on, on because we talked about it in Thanksgiving when we talk about food and Christmas being one of those days where food is a, a must. Um, what time are we cooking Christmas dinner and what makes Christmas dinner special from any other dinner as it relates to what's being cooked? Um, I would say we're eating around two or three. And then I, I would say what makes it different, obviously you can have this at Thanksgiving, but it's not the primary dish, but ham, the ham, the holiday ham uh, of Christmas is what makes Christmas like Thanksgiving. It's Turkey, but some people have ham and Turkey, but it's yeah. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is mainly Turkey. H- holiday ham is Christmas to me, and that's what you have to have at Christmas time. But like I know some people, like one of my buddies is making a brisket. He's smoking a brisket. But like I want ham. That's 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 wild, Gary. That's wild. What what Christmas song are you playing in the background? And this is the only song you can listen to all day. I I know it's not. I want you all I want for Christmas. It's not that. <laughs> um, that song's so played out. Yeah. Um, G- give me the song that you're playing. But it's on repeat in the background. You can't change it. You can only listen to one song. It has to be a Christmas song. And it's playing in the background, kind of softly, and it's on repeat. Um, I'm going to say... Um... It's a good one because there's a lot of them. I'm going to say the Jackson 5, Santa Claus is coming to town. That'd probably be it. But by the Jackson 5. It's a jam. Mm. What about yourself? Nat King Cole. Chestnuts roasting. Yeah, that song is just a chill chill song jack frost nipping at your nose bro there's no other song on christmas that's more su- that whole soundtrack nat king cole's whole soundtrack bro is absolutely amazing even the songs that hark the angel like there's nobody that's ever sung that song where i'm like hey that song's dope it's because his voice is just so soothing that's why and that's what saying, makes it so I, good. I like that you went with the Jackson Fives, man. That's not a bad choice. Yeah. That's not a bad choice at all. But I'm definitely going Nat King Coast. So I could uh, see about hour seven that Santa Claus is coming to town getting old. I, uh, I could not, definitely don't see Nat King Cole getting old because it's such a mellow, chill song. I, 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 so I, I give you I credit know. on that one. Hour seven? Ever. I'm thinking hour four and a half. Just the intro alone, you're like, oh my god, let's let's do something else. That's funny. I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think I think I'm, you definitely have a good good one right there. All, all, all the meat 
in terms of Christmas, when I ask you what makes it Christmas, prime rib here on Christmas time is the absolutely amazing thing ever. And we do a prime rib for Christmas. I'm so excited, uh, like about tonight, because it's it's like a prime rib today. It's tacos tomorrow. It's beef noodles the day after. It's fajitas. Oh, man, it's like that process through the week leading up to New Year's is just that that's what made Christmas food great. And what 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 signifies Christmas around here is that prime rib. What uh, prime rib? I don't even like prime rib in general, but hey, some people the eat disrespect, Gary. What would you say your uh, your kids or wife would choose this song? Uh, hmm. I've asked this question, Gary. I have. I've asked this question on repeat. I I think people would choose a different my favorite song because. They're only your favorite song, Gary, because you very rarely hear it. Like you used to hear it all the time, like you very rarely hear it. When you hear it all the time, you're like, ah, I'm getting tired of that song. Let's just go with something else. There's only one song, Gary, that I can turn on. I can put it on repeat and I will not get tired of it. And I'll blast it just as loud as I blasted it when it first started. It's only one song that I could do that to. What song? You know is what that? song that is? Michael Jackson, PYT. It's the only song that I could do like that is that song. I'm I'm only saying that because once you hear something for so long, it's like I'm I'm over with. I'm done. I'm I I can't do it anymore. Perfect example: Lil Nas X, <laughs> Old Town Road great song but they played it so much we were tired of it now we're going back to it now where we like okay we don't hear it as much we don't hear it as much so now you know we've gone back to it no i think the the song gets played out really quick and uh i have two songs i can listen to no matter when they're on and then I can listen to literally, I could just put Michael Jackson on repeat and I could never get tired. He could play literally all day and I'm good with the songs that he did because he has such an iconic playlist. I used to listen to him all the time when we were cleaning when I was in college. We'd clean the dorms and that's what we would listen to. So like I never got tired of Michael Jackson's songs. They're just so good. Uh, And then I would say the two songs that I would say I can put on repeat that are not Michael Jackson and just listen over and over would be Anywhere by 112, because it's my all-time favorite song. And then a country song by Zach Brown Band called Colder Weather. Those would probably be the two songs that I would say are my uh, ones I can listen on repeat over and over and never get tired of them. Boy, this house is a zoo, bro. Oh, why? I, look... That's that's one of the things that people underestimate about Christmas. We oh, what do Christmas. I hear in the background? Do I hear a song playing in the background? Uh, is that's why is I that, said this is place that, is, is that a, happen to be a song that uh, I said? This place is a madhouse, Gary. But check this out, Gary. Oh, don't ignore my song playing in the background over I'm, there. I'm not going to ignore that, <laughs> but I, I I had to sit up for this one because I I, I want to make sure that we're we're on the same page. It's Christmas time, Mr. Holidays gear. What are you accepting versus what you're not accepting from people that are visiting your house or you going over to somebody else's house? Like, are you adhering to the rules? Like, for instance, if I've come over to your house and and one of your rules is, hey, you got to take off your shoes before you come to my house. I don't want to take off my shoes. Then... Do I not go over said person's house or do that person got to understand I'm just one of those people that don't take their shoes off? Just wear sandals. What What is that? Because sandals, oh, you're, you're, you're fine with not having shoes on, obviously, if you're wearing sandals. Come on, Gary. Stop. <laughs> you know right? You know what we're saying here. Um, 
You know what we're saying here, man, because you know that we you I, I'm going to a shoeless house, Gary. I'm going to a shoeless house. But with that being said, I would okay. So I would say when it comes to a shoeless house, are you gonna be in the house the whole time? Are you going outside? Are you going to a different area? Like like for you, for example, you have another area that y'all go into that's separated from your house. Or right. we can be going back and forth because if we're gonna be going back and forth between different places and I have to go outside, I'm not taking my shoes off and putting them on every time that happens. But see, here's the th- here's the thing though, Gary. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You would have a pair of house shoes. You would definitely have to switch shoes uh, when it relates to like. So what I'm going to do is is because we went to a shoeless household. When I say shoeless household, I'm talking about shoes that have been outside. You can have house shoes which are shoes that do not leave the house. So you would have have to make the switch at the door from the same shoe. So what you would do is, is you would have a house shoe sitting on the outside and you would have the same house shoe sitting on the inside. So it's a smooth switch. It's a kick off, a flip up, a kick on, and you roll. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a... If you want to go shoeless household... And you don't have carpet. So if you have tile, you have wood, and you're trying to go shoeless for some asinine reason, then you need to provide shoes, house shoes, for everybody that comes over. Oh, so you're wear. saying you're not in agreement with shoeless household? No, not if you, well, if you have carpet, I'm all right with that. But if you have hardwood floor or you have tile and your whole house, no. For what reasoning? It literally is so easy to just sweep up if there's anything on their shoes. Like it doesn't make sense, in my opinion, because I will never be a no ho- no shoe household. I don't care. Uh, but like, if, if you're gonna if you expect everybody to take their shoes off and you have tile or you have hardwood, then you should provide house shoes for everybody you expect to come over. You should have a size that they can put on so they could do that. Otherwise, some people don't like taking their shoes off. They're not comfortable taking their shoes off. So how you gonna you're gonna make them then don't invite them over if that's also the case. <laughs> right, right, right. So you saying that that I need to let people know that I have gone to a shoeless house. Correct. You need to let them know ahead of time. Okay. Because it may change thinking. if they come over as often or not. Yeah. So 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 should I offer them a price on like should I set up a house shoe vending machine in my house where they can purchase if it's one dollar, yes. Shoes, huh? If they're one dollar, yes. Okay. If, right, you, if you provide shoes and you say, "Hey, I will sell, give you these shoes every time you come here. They'll be ready for you. It's going to cost you one dollar." I think yes. people would get behind that. You can. You're not going to make money because you already got to pay for the shoes. But at least. You I, but make I'm not in it to make money. I'm not exactly. in it to make money at all. I'm not in it to make money. It's a at rental all. fee while they're there. Got you. Got you. Okay. All right. And that's the only way you're going. That's crazy. You don't. You don't because I can like promise that. you right now, if I ever go to a household and they're no uh, shoe household, I'm gonna go outside, take my sandals off, get my feet as dirty as possible, and walk inside with them. Gear. And then, you, hey, you told me not can't wear shoes, so I, I can't. Gear. I can't help you what they look like. My, I just told you we're going to a shoeless household, <laughs> asshole. And you just I, told I me that didn't apply to me. So, <laughs> well, it, it does apply to you. It 100% applies to you, Gary. And be uh, ready for my bottom of my feet to be super dirty. But what you have to understand, Gary, and going to a shoeless household and the reasons for going to a shoeless household, they'll make sense. And I'll, I'll tell you why it makes sense. Because you walk through the airport, you go through bathrooms, public bathrooms, and the things that you step on around that toilet and that urinal, you are now tracking in the house. And in this house, my kids fall all the time. Food falls on the floor and they pick it up and still eat it. There's things like this that still happens, Gary. And I know that I can vacuum and I could I I could completely keep resanitizing my floors. But guess what? I can have you take your shoes off. And I now I'd rather deal with what your body moisture feels like and your stinky feet than dealing with the bacteria that you just tracked in from the airport or through that public lot or whatever you walk through or that poop or pee that you stepped in and that urinal or that stall, I don't have to deal with it when you track it through my house, Gary. 
So you may say that now, but if you would have smelled Decker's feet the other day, good Lord, you would have told him to put shoes on. It's better than what his feet smelled like. But no, uh, I will say, okay, so if you're going to do that at your household, then how are you going to handle going to the clubhouse and all that kind of stuff? Because that's outside. That's what that's what I expect me to carry my shoes, put them back on and then go. That's what I told you. When you buy the sandals for a dollar, you're going to buy two pair. You're going to buy two pair for two dollars because you're going to have one sitting inside. Right. Right inside the door. Right. You gonna have another pair sitting outside. So what you're going to do is is you're going to transition from the inside pair to the outside pair and go do what you got to do. In the clubhouse, go do whatever you got to do out on the outside. Then you walk those same shoes back to the corner of that door, and then you transition back into your. If you don't want, if you want to wear shoes in the house, you can wear shoes in the house. You can go buy you some brand new shoes, Gary. And every time you walk in here, you can put them joints on, and you can walk around the house in those shoes. So my question to you is, when it comes to all that, how long do you think you'll keep that up? Because I'm going to keep it up for a very long time. The only reason why I say that is because you're so as soon as you get to the house, you're going to take your shoes off before you go inside every time. Yes. And then you're going to walk outside and then put your shoes on, tie them and everything outside. Yes. There's no chance the kids do that. There's no chance you continue to do that. There's going to be a dedicated area that you're going to do it. Gary, when our kids come in the house, the first thing they do is they take their shoes off. They've always done it. They do it oh, at your house. You I don't do even too. Know. I take my sandals off. That's the first. Right. I don't wear shoes right. inside anyways. I don't really care. I wear right. sandals everywhere. Right. I, I'm, I'm the, I'm the, I'm kind of like that, and I'm kind of not. It's kind of like I kind of, like, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to where I'm taking my shoes off at people's house too, Gary. So I know that when I come over to your house, I'm gonna have socks with me because I'm, a, I'm gonna make sure that I'm ready to take my shoes off. Uh, well, that's what I was gonna ask you. With you going. A shoeless household. Are, so you're gonna every time you go to somebody else's house, you're just automatically gonna take yours off. I'm just automatically because? taking my shoes off. I'm I'm respecting what I do, not what the other people do. When they say, "Oh, you can keep them on," like, "Hey, I I'm letting you know that I come over to your house. I want you to show you show me the same respect that I'm showing you." So from here on out, Gary, when I come over to your house, I will not have my shoes on. I'm going to take them off because. How can I implement a plan in my house and not show you that I I'm I'm sticking to that plan? I don't wear shoes anyway, so I don't really care. Yeah. I don't at yeah. your house. I just take my sandals off anyway, so I'm shoeless anytime. So it doesn't yeah. really matter to me. I was just saying yeah. in general, I don't but wear see, shoes thing, at your though, house. I, I I should have gone to a shoeless household 13 years ago, Gary. To be honest with you, because that's when I had babies crawling around on the floor and stuff like that, and I didn't understand the things that. We were tracking in, especially with COVID going around and 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 people. I mean, you don't know where the next virus is going to come from. You know, this one came from wherever it came from. But you get what I'm saying. But see how you try to not to cancel yourself. Yeah. So so we're going to a shoeless household gear. Um, as like as rules are starting to fall into place. All right. I got a question for you then. Yeah. Good luck answering it. But so if you're going to a shoeless household, how are you going to let Santa know he has to take his shoes off before he comes and delivers? So Gary, or is that figured, just one you're chalking up? No, no. So I've had this conversation with the kids already. So what I devised, is I took a stick it post-it note and I put on there, Santa, we are going to a shoeless household. We would love for you to take your boots off. Sign the Williams family. And I took that post-it note, Gary, and I stuck it halfway up the chimney in the inside. So when he lands, it's going to be about eye length high when he lands, and he's going to be able to see it off the rip. He's going to take his boots off in the fireplace and he's going to walk out and then deliver the presents, get back to the, and put his boots back on and then shoot back up. We've had this discussion. Man, you're asking for a lot. <laughs> hey, I, I'm just asking him to take his boots off. That's all. Somebody who's coming to give stuff to your family, you're trying to make him work even more. It's outrageous. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to make him work even more. <laughs> See, that's what people, that's what get me about some people, Gary. Like, if you're going to be the best, be the best. Be the best. 
I just think, imagine the people that wear boots all the time. They're going to come over. They're going to spend 12 minutes untying their boots to take them off. And they had to spend 15 minutes to tie them back just to leave. That's 30 now, minutes so, of work just to get to your house. But now we're offering other things, though, Gear. We're not just offering that where you take your shoes off. In this shoeless household, we've we've purchased those things that they have on um, certain sites that you can go to where you stick your foot foot in the thing and it it gives these like little booties that cover your uh your shoe and you can have those on where you don't have to take them off at all but now you're in a line waiting to put your booties on now if there's a lot of people i think you should put booties on decker's feet no it was it that bad gear it was bad i i don't think i don't think it was his feet i think you lying on him he it was never the socks like it was he ain't socks. never smelt like that before. Socks and shoes. That's how people like about feet. their kids. He ain't never. That ain't him. <laughs> that ain't him at all. <laughs> Knowing dang well it is. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent, dude. I, I I love Christmas time, Gary. I I really do. Uh, because what of, is your favorite part about Christmas? Man, if you had I, to pick I, one thing. What is your favorite part? The love, dude. Just the like everything about Christmas just screams like love. Just. And when I say love, I'm talking about like the vibe. You get the snow, you get the like, you get the fireplaces going, you get the the Christmas lights, just the whole vibe and how everybody kind of rocks. Good, bad, and different. You just like it's such a festive time. So is that that's what I love about Christmas that it's just a it's a festive time for the family that is true it is a very is a family oriented back-to-back holidays of thanksgiving and christmas all family oriented which is always a great thing to have i mean this one is more recognized and respected this is like so thanksgiving and christmas is like mother's day and father's day we all know that christmas is mother's day Thanksgiving is Father's Day. Hot take. There shouldn't be a Mother's and Father's Day. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Gary, we this every Christmas, day. Every be, day is Mother and Father's Day. Gary, Gary, Christmas is upon us, and you're acting like this. <laughs> I got a better. I got a better one for you. If you could be any character, any character, in any Christmas movie. Who would you be and why? Any character in any Christmas movie, Gary. Or any movie that you deem a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's probably going to be from my actual favorite Christmas movie, A Miracle on 34th Street. Uh... But it's a role reversal because it was a girl in the thing, so I'd want to be a guy, a boy, because um, it would be me. But the girl that who was, didn't believe in Santa and ended up seeing how Santa was there the whole time and and enjoy and going through not believing, not believing, and then figuring out that is he's he's real. And I think that whole journey. Would be an, is an amazing thing to to do. I think that's the whole thing of finding all that stuff out. So that's why Miracle 34th Street is probably my is my favorite Christmas movie. So if I could be somebody, it would have been from the remake is good, uh, which is the girl who played Matilda, um, but her character, but as a boy, um, and going through that whole story. That's who I would be. And what see. about yourself, Jack Skellington? Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be old, good old Jack Skellington. I know it's not a Christmas movie. Um, it is a Christmas movie. It's not a Christmas movie at all. Um, but in the like Christmas Christmas movie, um, I would be because you said it's a Christmas movie, Gary, and I'm only rolling with it. But I'd be Gizmo. I'd be Gizmo from, um, because he could never do, yeah, he could do no wrong, bro. He was the cute one and he was the reason why all of the 
mayhem started in the first place. Like, D. So, oh, it, it's not his fault. Like, wait, what? It is. He got wet. He ate after 12. Like, he knows what happens when he's just as scared as everybody else. So, if he is knows that, that's... Is that Gizmo's fault or the boy's fault for letting Gizmo do that? That's Gizmo's fault, bro. But Gizmo doesn't know what happens. He's just being himself. If he didn't know what happened, Gary... If he didn't know what happened, he wouldn't have been scared. He, he would have been just hungry. As, he wanted to. He would have just snack. been just as inquisitive as we were. It happened too he many times. He was a baby. You know how many Gremlin movies it is. It should have just been one if he learned his lesson. He was a baby. Yeah. Okay. And then he, he, knew, he knew what was going on because he didn't get the presents he wanted. Okay. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is it was Gizmo's fault. It, it wasn't that kid's fault. Um, and it shouldn't have happened the way that it happened. But I would be Gizmo if we were talking about like like a traditional Christmas movie. I was gonna say, you know, um, the character from um, Die Hard, but I hate you. We know how you feel about that. Terrible, 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 terrible. Yeah. So I'm telling you right now, this is my high take, and I. I'm sharing it with everybody. Christmas over at 2.30. If you're still celebrating Christmas after 2.30 p.m., you're doing too much. Because we open gifts at what? 7 a.m.? 7, 8 (laughs) a.m. And from the time we open them at 8 a.m. to the time to 2.30, we enjoying them. After 2.30, Christmas over. It's a whole nother day. It's time for y'all to go move on. So when does the tree come down? Tree don't come down to probably January first. So then, if it doesn't until January first, then how's Christmas not over? So if you shut the tree up, no, you're not understanding what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the day of Christmas. Day of Christmas. Christmas two, spirit just in. Listen, just listen. Okay. Just listen. Christmas spirit in. Okay. Don't send me. A Merry Christmas text message after two thirty. It's over. You missed it. Like you, you what? You obviously weren't thinking about me because I know that if you sent it before two thirty, you was really thinking about me because there's a lot going on in that time period. So at two twenty nine, fine. It's two twenty nine. It's fine. Lock it in. That's when you'll get my text. Two twenty nine is fine. I know you thinking about me if it's <laughs> anything before two thirty because I know that there is a lot going on in that house from the time you open your eyes until 2.30. After that, everybody trying to figure out what the hell to do, Gary. You tell me if I ain't lying. No, like, okay, true. so now what do we do? Like, I mean, we're going to watch a movie. We're gonna, that's why the movie theaters be so packed. I, I am a firm believer of, I love going, I went to the movies on Christmas all the time when I was in Carolina and Cleveland, because obviously I wasn't home for Christmas for those dates. My family wasn't there. So I always went to the movies. Why wasn't you home, Gary? Because we were playing football. Uh, okay. We didn't have, I mean, we didn't get Christmas day off. <laughs> a lot oh, of I, time. I forgot. I forgot the playoffs. <laughs> we had real December. jobs. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot the playoffs not in December. Cause I, no, correct. Yeah. Yeah. I never, I only got the playoffs one year, my first year with you. <laughs> mm. That was the so. I've only went three. Yeah, yeah, but I understand though. Three yeah. out of eleven is it's no Tom Brady number for sure. One out of nine. Yeah. Shoot, I only had a winning season like three out of nine. <laughs> yeah, that's not anything to be proud of. I yet. didn't say and it we're was. We're gonna end the podcast right no, there. No, no, because... I got one last question. One last okay. question. This is it, and we'll end it. Um, okay. How did your gingerbread making go? Oh, it went pretty good. I, I just want to know how it went. Who who won? What was the best one? All that kind of stuff. Okay, so every year we do a gingerbread. We do a contest where we do a gingerbread house. And whoever comes over with a gingerbread house can make it, and you automatically are entered in there. Uh, And I don't choose. I'll go Facebook Live, and I'll let the people choose. Um, So it's not like – and I I got this process that however many people enter, I, I, hey, vote for the one you like. And the ones that come through or people like, I'll take like that maybe top five or that six of the ones that got multiple I likes, I likes. And it'll eliminate the other ones. And then I'll have people vote for the ones they don't like. 
So it it allows me to know who's paying attention, who's not paying attention, and the ones that I need to take serious. So how many people did you have enter? We had 11 last night. There was 11 people that entered. I mean, yeah, it was 11 people that entered. And um, the process, it was very interesting uh, because my son was upset that he got eliminated. He he didn't like the the rules. Don't get better. He, I yeah I it it was no fault of his, but he his wasn't a actual gingerbread. It was more the laying down. So he was disqualified because it wasn't an actual structured gingerbread house. Uh, him and my other son were were upset that they got eliminated because. I mean, it was cool, but there was no. It's tough for me because I, you know, as a father, I can't say the things that I would say as being the commissioner of the gingerbread judging contest. So I'm I'm saying this stepping out of my shoes as a father and into the shoes of the commissioner of the gingerbread. It just wasn't up to par with all the other good gingerbread houses and therefore it was eliminated. Um, so now I'm stepping back into my father role. I think it was bull that that commissioner and them eliminated my son. But the commissioner is the people. Right, right. And right. they don't but know whose is whose. You're right. And that's tell why. Your son get, tell your sons to get better. That's all you can do. And that's the thing about going to the internet. Like, you don't think about like, oh, they're kids. We're gonna because there's a there's a there's a gift card on the the gift a gift card goes I, to the winner. I was winner gonna ask who who what what the winner gets. The winner gets a gift card. It's either fifty or hundred dollars to. Can we change wherever. that? Huh? Can we change that? What do you mean change it? Can you get a gingerbread belt? Look, Gary. Now, how awesome would that be? You Gary, know, you got an Uno belt. We need a gingerbread belt. Gary, we were talking about that. that one then. Gary, we were talking about that. And after having that discussion, I was like, it will get out of control because the yeah, way people would show awesome. up with their gingerbread making stuff. Oh, Gary, they would I'd have it, to give everybody their so own table. Exactly. Everybody had their own table. That's fine. Get that gingerbread belt going. I'm telling you, it'd be awesome. Mm. I, we, we might if do it's that, a yearly yeah. tradition, it makes sense. It is. It is a yearly tradition. And uh, the winner get that and they get bragging rights. Well, Lori Harkey won it this year, Ooh. Gary. Um, she upseated Lena. Lena was upset because Lena won it the first year. Lena has been crowned uh, very early in her gingerbread making career, the GOAT. She's been the Simone Biles. Uh, she's had a very uh, great amateur career. I'm stepping back into my commissioner, gingerbread. Um, she's had an awesome career at making gingerbread uh, stuff, and she's she's been very successful. So she was crowned the GOAT early on in her career, and she's been living up to that. So the first year she won, um, when she turned pro, she won the first year. And then last year, she would have won it too, but we had some discrepancies in another. This is why we had to go back to the internet. We had some discrepancies because there were young kids that entered the contest that felt like theirs were up to par with other people. And it caused some parents not to want to parent. So we didn't judge that year. So then, yeah, so then you became we, woke. Got it. Right. Then we came back to my house. And we went back to the internet to where now the internet, because it takes out of which a kid did it or an adult did it, like that shouldn't matter. If it's not up to par, it's not good for a kid. It has to be good to win the contest. Correct. Right. Well, they thought that that was really good as a kid, so it should have won the contest. And they, as I, I tried to get them to understand, but I, you know, no, but now it's back here. If yeah. you get a belt, you're going to have 40 people, which would be amazing. Then you're really going to get some true competitions from people. Gary, I'm telling <laughs> you right now, I, if a belt is made, I will show up every year, Gary, with 
everything that I need to be successful. And I will become a gingerbread decorating. Put it this way. If you ha- if you have a belt, when y'all are doing your competition, because obviously you live up there, so it's harder for me to get there. But I will we will FaceTime the whole time I'm building mine while y'all are building y'all's. And then I will participate in this gingerbread making competition Gary, from my I'm- house. Gary, when I say epic gingerbread making, I don't think you understand, bro. Like the champion who won it, Lori Harkey, congratulations. You deserve it. When she rolled in here, Gary, I can't make this up. She had more supplies than the people that supply you with the gingerbread kits. So that's what I was going to say. So it's like she rolled in with her own. She painted her whole house. Yeah, she painted her whole house in like two minutes. Because she came in with like a, I've never seen this before. It's like an airbrush painter. Like I was like, damn, Lord, you, when, where, where did that come? I'm telling you, she was airbrushing her gingerbread house with, it was insane. I, I It blew my mind because I've never seen that before. It's more of you get a brush or you get some, some icing and you, but she was like, nah, last year I so felt like I got home. you have a hold. time limit? No, there's no time limit. Um, and there's no time can, limit. You can provide what whatever doing, you can bring, whatever you want. You don't. Have, there's not limited on supplies. So, so this is what we decided that we're gonna do from here on out, Gary, to make it fair. To make it fair, we're gonna all do the same prefab house. Yeah. Just listen. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying, Gary. Listen to what I'm saying. We're going to do the same prefab house. How you decorate it is how you decorate it. Here's the thing, though. If you decide that you want to go rogue and you want to do something on your own, you are still judged on the structure of your gingerbread house. You have to understand what I mean by this, because there's some people that say, hey, I built my own. I made my own. It's not my fault that my gingerbread house fell in. It is because you could have, you were supplied a prefab. You turned okay, the prefab Okay, okay. So what down. you're saying is everybody gets a prefab, but you can add and do whatever you want separate. But you're going to, everybody's giving the same amount. If you bring Every, extra, that's on you. That's on you. Okay. You're but still you can do it. judged on the structure of your house, though. Okay. And because it doesn't. We they, gave okay, you a perfect. prefab. Yes. Perfect. We, everybody get prefab when you walk through the door. That's what we're judging you on. You get extra credit for going off on your own and doing, but now it has to be structurally sound. Not only does it have to be structurally sound, Gary, it has to look like the rest of what you're competing against. So now it automatically kind of puts you behind the eight ball. So a lot of people don't really. What do you mean look like the other ones you're competing in? If I build a house and it looks completely different, but it's structurally fine, I'm going to be deemed? No, 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 no. You're not understanding what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that, if there's a structurally sound, everything's perfect. The only thing that's different between their house and the decoration, then you're going to win it because you went out and you built it. You made it. It wasn't okay. a prefab. Gotcha, gotcha, you're going to gotcha. win that. You get what but I'm saying it, now? How do you determine if it's structurally sound? Well, just looking at it. Like I, I, okay. I can tell if I look at this house over here and it's the, the prefab, and I'm just like, I mean, obviously it's not going to look exactly like that, but the walls can't be crashing in. Like next year, there's a couple people that's baking their own gingerbread cookies and they're going to do their own house because they don't like the size. They're going to go bigger. I'm telling you right now, if they go bigger, Gary, off the rip, they're probably going to win. The thing is, well, I'm telling you right be- now, if you have a belt, I'm winning next year. Count it. If you have a belt, I'm in, and I'm winning next year. I can recruit five people to do it with me, my nephews and my brother and his and his wife, and we will FaceTime you the whole time we're building while y'all are building so we can all see each other, and you can see it's all being done. But, if but it that's only the there's problem, a belt. Gary. That's the only problem, Gary. You can, you, you're the only one allowed to work on your... Oh, that's fine. They'll all build their own house. I'll have them oh, okay. do their own house. I'll do my own. I'm winning. Okay. I will tell you now, if you have a belt, I will win. Gary, there's no way. I've seen the things that you have constructed, Gary. I've seen the things that you've constructed. There's no way you would even come in top three. You know what? 
I'm, we're going to get a belt if together. If you have a belt, we're, we're I'm going to win. We're, we're going to get a belt together, Gary. We're going to get a belt together. And here's the thing. You will be supplied with a prefab. If you That's decide fine. to turn down the prefab. Oh, I'm going multiple other stuff. Don't worry. I already, got, I already know what I'm doing. I already okay. literally have it in my head of what I'm going to do. Okay. All and right, I'm winning. I will see you on the battlefield. I will start <laughs> designing the gingerbread belt. Uh, I will inform everybody that we are going to the gingerbread belt because apparently people in my circle like championship belts and the bragging rights of 365 100% days. All about the bragging rights. The belt's bragging. I don't need a gift card. I want the belt for my bragging rights. That would be me wearing it on the podcast every day is going to be enough bragging rights for me. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it's so it begins. So it begins. It, the birth of the gingerbread uh, championship, championship yep. belt starts today. Just before we leave, Gary. Well, just just for reference, I want to give you just in case you have other people that reach out and say they want to do this, that you're close with, whatever, and they don't live local, you, they have to do the same thing. Everybody, you have to FaceTime it in because it all has to be done where we, everybody can see everything. Right. I think that's the only way to make it fair because everybody's yes. there. That's why I said I will, I will FaceTime in on my iPad. You can see everything is being done so that way there's no cheating because I'm big against cheating. You know that. So oh, I don't I want to that's that. the only reason why we would allow you to do it because yeah. it's, it's going to, yes. But that's why so I said I, will, I would call in and you would see FaceTime the whole time. So there would be no yes. issues. I will inform all the friends that we have gone to the championship belt now. Uh, and it will be an order. I just got to come up with the design. Um, don't worry, I'll help for, you with that. Yeah. But uh, before we go, Gary, tonight, big game. San Francisco 49ers. Obviously, y'all can see the hoodie. And I picked Baltimore to win tonight. Baltimore Ravens, both 10-3 and three teams. Uh, who you got and why? I picked Baltimore, and the only reason why I picked Baltimore is because I'm in a pick 'em league, and only 18% of the people in the league picked them to win, and I'm trying to win money. So I picked them to win. I think it's going to be a really good game. I do think San Fran has a better team, but uh, you can't ever count out Lamar. So I'm going to pick Baltimore to win. Thank you guys for joining us <laughs> on the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. We out! You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage.